my legs are weird. Am I in? Am I in the video? Frank. Okay. Here. Okay. Yep. Ready. Welcome to Decaf, the weekly podcast by the Beacon Center of Tennessee. Taylor and Mark back on this rainy Wednesday. Um, well, I guess this will come out on Friday. I kind of get the way that we record a little early, but um, we've got some pretty funny things to talk about today. So also, I see in your book it says Natty. It sounds like we're going to talk about Natty Light, which would be way more exciting. That would be way more exciting than what we're talking about. Coffee mugs with Natty Light in it. So no one that would know. be gross. I mean, well, any beer. Remember the time that we drank beer on the podcast? It was so much That was cool, but it was not Natty. So. <laughs> Talk about my love life on a podcast because you gave me an IPA before we started. Also, kind of just brought it up and <laughs> forced you to talk about it. So. It, it eased pain to have a beer as we were talking about it. Um, so talking about easing pain, topic one, the national championship game was this week, and the Alabama Crimson Tide was not represented except for Nick Saban was Nick there. Saban yeah. his stunning blue suit. Talking about like the t- two teams that he loses to all the time, so that's fine. <laughs> it was really upsetting, really disheartening. My soul still hurts from it moving on. Um, after the game, so LSU won. SEC, hand, hand, SEC. Handily, too. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, the SEC took it. and Well, one team from the SEC took it, not the entire conference. <laughs> um, and when the players went back to the locker room after the game, they were smoking their cigars. And there was a, from what I read online, a good cop, bad cop situation of um, one cop coming in and saying that he was going to start arresting people for smoking <laughs> in the locker room. And another cop basically saying, you guys just won the national championship. Do whatever you want to do. Um, this is why we can't have nice things because some people just can't have fun and i get it cops have a job to enforce the law i'm about that i'm about that but maybe that's well here's the question is what's the problem is it the cops problem or is it the fact that the law is even in place like because maybe the law shouldn't be in place yeah. i mean i mean is well, that and also like what i've been thinking about is if it was a stadium rule why is a cop going yeah. in there enforcing like a private mercedes-benz stadium rule like that seems like a little it, bit it's not like those down. fake uh like sports cops where they throw you yeah 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 they throw you in a in stadium jail yeah. where like you're stuck like there but, yeah yeah <laughs> doesn't count but <laughs> I'm wondering the, what the full story was because I read a few accounts and you know the I think the photo of Joe Burrow smoking his cigar went so viral. I know he looked pretty cool. Well, after he yeah, I've never thought Joe Burrow looked cool, but he looked cool after he got it from the press conference and Coach O said in his he said something about take it easy on that cigar, son, or something uh, okay. like that. And then they all were smoking cigars, and I just think it's insane that there were cops in there trying to kill their fun. I mean, these are college kids; they just won the maybe they, potentially the biggest game of their career. Oh, like, de- yeah, definitely. And they and can't drink. Of them went to Super Bowl. And they can't drink no. because they're under most all almost all of them are under 21. So like that's one thing they could all do legally together and like to celebrate. I I mean, yeah, and cigars are gross, but like it's, it, it, it's a celebration. Yes, yeah, good for them. I just um I think that's an interesting point that I haven't thought of. If there was a law, why was there a law in the first place? It seems kind of stupid. It seems like it's just it goes back to the vaping thing. When we're trying to legislate kids out of making stupid decisions, I know. Regulate kids out of making stupid decisions. Do I think it's smart to smoke anything? No, I think it's really dumb. However, when you got a cop enforcing that these championship-winning children cannot smoke a cigar after they've won the game. They were in the locker room. I get it. But I just think we've got to slow down with this whole nanny state crap. And I might be taking it too far. You know what's, cra- you know what's crazy is that um, in some states you can't even smoke cigars until you're 21 now, right? It, it, I mean, there's a bunch of laws. I mean, cigarettes and cigars are the same. Oh, so, I mean, it's just like the, it's the syntax. It's the idea. It's, it's the idea that we're, that we're regulating sin. Like, it's not sin. Let them go. Let the kids well, celebrate. in charge, we'd let those LSU Tigers smoke all the cigars they wanted. Well. Um, speaking <laughs> of health outcomes. And- <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, 
Terri- terrible how outcomes. Talking about Medicare for all. Um, yeah, that's probably terrible how that health outcomes. Terrible. That wor- that works really well. Yeah. Terrible health outcomes. Um, so Democratic debates are raging on. The rallies are all raging on. And three words that I could go without hearing for the rest of my life are Medicare for all. Oh gosh. Wasn't Obamacare supposed to fix this? Yeah, we talked about this a little bit before. Is that this whole point when you see these debates? And we won't talk about specific names. Like, oh, well, we need to do more and more. It's like that, 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 that's what Obamacare was sold to us as. Yes. It was sold to us as like this will fix the problem. This will co- this will cover everyone. This will lower cost. It did none of those things. It didn't cover anybody. Didn't cover literally anyone. I mean, it did cover something, not literally. literally. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. But the issue is that why we had this program that was supposed to work, essentially by even what the Democratic candidates for president are saying, it's failed. So why is the idea that we need to do more government instead of being like, you know what, why don't we go back to how it was before and maybe instead of trying to fix how it was before, let's take away some of the regulations and try to make it cheaper. Exactly. Well, we, we talk about this a lot. We've never experienced a true, we never experienced true capitalism. No, no, not even and, close. Uh, yeah, and I don't know if, if we could, that's like a whole other debate for another time, but when Costs were lower pre-Obamacare for for all of us who were insured. Exactly what you said. Why would we think that one one system of government intervention completely jacked up costs and ruined everything for everyone? Why would we think that this would be any different? And and more so because you're talking about taking away private like health providers. What's funny is like this is like the Murfreesboro example of the soccer stadium. It's like oh you're losing a bunch of money after you put it. It's like what 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 can we do? Let's build more on it so we can spend even more money to try to make it back. I mean they're basically gambling with our money and that's what this is. It's completely unfair. Um, We we've talked a lot about the block grants, the Medicare block grants for um, or Medicare Medicaid block, block grants, grants yeah. for Tennessee. And um, I, I think that that might not be a be-all, end-all solution. I don't know what a be-all, end-all solution to healthcare costs is, but anything that's going to give states or patients more flexibility and more freedom to make the choices about their own health care and how much they're willing to pay and how much they can pay is going to be better in the long run. Yeah, and I watched the whole debate last night, and one of the things that was in- uh, well, I mean, I, one of the things that was interesting was they kept saying that we had double the we paid double the amount as any other country, all this other stuff, which is all true. And then I kind of looked up, and I'm like, oh, I wonder why that is. And most of the reasons because our prescription drug. Cro- uh, cost are way higher. So, I mean, like, let's think about how to deregulate that so we can get them from Canada and all these other countries. Mm-hmm. And, and they actually even talked about the, and, and the debate about the government taking over manufacturing prescription drugs. As, as, I know. For real. Which I would it, rather literally be sick and never be able to take a medicine than let the government take over. I know. Well, you, you would probably die for sure if you took the government drugs. Yeah, so. no, you're going to die either way. Yeah. So, but, but they were talking about that. And it's like, and, and then you see all the administrative costs. And those are the things we need to fix. I truly don't understand how state solutions are an answer, but I digress. Um, more state solutions that are not the answer. Let's talk about corporate welfare for a hot second. Man, it's all it's all negative today. Know, it's, it's, it's all, all down or ending on a funny <laughs> one. But it's just because people are making really bad decisions, and we're gonna call them out on them. Um, so Memphis, back with another case of crappy Memphis corporate. Welfare. Two more, right? Two, yes. So in our pork report this year, we wrote about. Um, a brewery in Memphis that I think it Wise Acre, right? Yeah, yeah. I think it was $1.4 million in property tax subsidies. Um, we wrote about that in the pork report. It was offensive enough to make it in that report. Now, another brewery is asking for over $3 million 
in a property tax break to build a brewery that's supposed to add however many jobs. I don't what, even care. What, whatever they say, yeah, whatever jobs they say, like divide that by 80% and then you got yeah, the, you got the real number. Exactly. <laughs> I do not care at this point how many jobs you say that you're going to provide. You should provide them with or without a property tax break because that's what the rest of us are doing with small businesses and things yeah, like that. Yeah. Like we're not getting, we're, we're employing 11 people. Speaking of this. Okay. So if you, Zoom out a little bit. UPS is asking Memphis for some some millions of dollars to provide. I think they said twenty five jobs. After all the other millions of dollars After they've already gotten, yeah, yeah. UPS is asking Memphis and I guess the state of Tennessee also for millions and millions of dollars. And the number of jobs they're going to produce with that would divide out to equal one point five million dollars per job. What a great deal! What a great <laughs> what deal! What if so good? Deal. Let's double that. Gosh. It's, it's honestly insane what people think. And I, I talk about this a lot with my friends, and, and I bring this up because I'm one of the only right-leaning people that I know. And I talk about this a lot with my friends, and they don't understand where I'm coming from, and I can't relate to where they're coming from. And I just say we have a fundamental disagreement on the role of government. But that's weird because this is almost, I feel like lefties should be just as, because I mean, this is not a right-wing issue. No, as much not. as maybe we wish it was, it's like, I'd say it's 60% like it, left-leaning. But it comes down to, like, whether you're right or left or anything, people who think that corporate welfare deals are good and beneficial, it comes down to a fundamental misunderstanding or a fundamental disagreement on the role of government and the function of government. The function of government, to me, is not to make it so that businesses can open without having any opening costs or very yeah. low opening costs. The function of government to me is to make it easy for a business to open by getting the heck out of the way. Low taxes, low regulation. Yeah, and like I think if we think about this, this is actually probably beneficial to us. I don't think most taxpayers think that we should give um, a beer place no. tax breaks. I don't think most people think that FedEx needs $1.5 million per job for these things. So I think that these really crazy yeah, examples, UPS, whatever. Um, so I think that these examples really show us that it's going to start showing people who might kind of not be aligned with us completely. Like, you know what? They are right. Most of these are a waste and it's going to make, it's going to have a reverse effect. They're going to turn against all handouts because yes. of stuff like this. That's Agreed. Let's keep, let's keep sounding the alarm on these things. Okay. And the last thing, this is a funny one. This is one that Mark really wanted to talk about, but I think <laughs> it's really funny. So um, award show season is upon us. Yeah, which um, is, I did not want to talk about that. Yeah, uh, one that. specific this part. Is my, this is my lead-in. <laughs> award show season is upon us, and people always talk about notable snubs when they get when the nominations come out. One notable snub was our boy Adam Sandler, which my boy. You just said you don't watch his movies. Yeah, my boy, him. I love him. Okay, he loves him. I love Adam Driver. Shout out to you, Adam Driver. If you didn't see the clip of him talking about how he gets into a mindset for evil characters by thinking about taxes. It's worth watching. Nobody nobody knows Adam Driver is that, he, that's listening to this Star podcast. Wars. Okay, he's in Star <laughs> Wars, and he talks about being able to get into his role as an evil character by thinking about taxes, and I relate to that hard. Um, Adam Sandler, I don't know if we ever would talk about Adam Sandler being nominated Correct. for an Academy Award, but the discussion happened this year. Because of Un Uncut Gems was such a good movie, and I watched it. He did such a good job in it. But what um, happened, Mark? Tell he, us the story. So, so he said, he's like, you know what, this is the first time I've done a serious movie, and everyone, like, I mean, critics said he did a great job. I thought he was good. I it, uh, yeah, I mean, the, the movie, was, movie was good, but like, he did a great job, and he said, he's like, well, if I don't get nominated for this, obviously he's never been nominated, like, I'm going to create the crappiest movie I've ever done. And, and lo and behold, and 
people kept talking like, oh man, it's good. Grown Ups 3 going to come out. We're going to get like a Jack and Jill 2. Like the, some of the worst movies done, like doing, and he did not win. <laughs> uh, he did not, he was not nominated. So now the idea is that he's going to make like the, the worst movie he's ever made to like really make people upset for not I nominating him. Already, I mean, I know you love Adam Sandler. Well, no, he's made some bad movies. <laughs> he's made some really and that horrible movies. People have made jokes about it. So he's like, I'm going to make something so much worse than even that because I'm not nominated. And I think it's kind of a joke. And he, he made a great, because I mean, if we've seen The Water Boy, he made a great thing saying, oh, I'm, it sucks I'm not nominated. But uh, shout out to all my all my friends who are, including Mama, whose his mother from The Water Boy was nominated for her role in Richard Jewell. Um, so it was a funny tweet. but And I don't think he's serious, but I hope he is. I hope he is, too. I saw I mean, both the grown-up movies. They were both great and awful at the same time. I'm trying to think of any Adam Sandler. I've, I've seen The Water Boy. I've seen Click. They were both absolutely terrible. Do you remember Click? Water Boy isn't terrible. Are you kidding me? Mm-hmm. Everyone, that, see, you're on your own on that one. When people talk about his bad movies, they talk about the grown-up movies. Like, the good ones are Happy Gilmore. Okay, Happy Gilmore's good. Okay, okay. Uh, I mean, it's great. Like, Billy Madison. Uh, um, yeah. But, I mean, everyone, Waterboy's a, a cult. Cl- I mean, everyone likes Waterboy. That's dumb. Uh, never, or what's the one with Drew Barrymore? Oh, no. No, never, because she's in that. But, no, he's in the. 51st Dates. Yeah, that's a good movie. 51st yeah, Dates is good. Nice. And, yeah, The Wedding Singer, too. Oh, so I'm like, about the wedding scene. there's so many good, there's so many good Adam Sandler movies. I feel like he's made recent, like bad Netflix movies I recently. Click where what need like traveling through time in a bed bath and I actually, or something. I never saw. I thought it was, that was a serious movie though, wasn't the it? Worst of all time. You've not seen Grown Ups too. I would urge you to watch it though. <laughs> <laughs> it is bad. Rob Schneider's in it though, so. But the good news about it being award season, I think we we really trashed award season last year. But the good thing about it being award season is it will have a whole lot more to trash because I cannot wait for all these celebrities to get in a room together and yeah, no, and no, each r- other's egos. No Ricky Gervais no to stop Gervais. them. Yeah. But when they get in that room and they fluff each other's egos, I love reading Twitter and seeing what actual people have Yeah, yeah. They don't care for it. They mm-hmm. do not care. We do not care for it. Um, thanks for listening. If you um, if you disagree with me that Adam Sandler is a great <laughs> actor and has made great movies. No, no, I didn't say that. Calm down. <laughs> You're too far. Let us know. Um, can't wait to talk about more celebrity stuff. Well, I want to talk about Adam Sandler. We should have a, a weekly Adam Sandler clip of three minutes. (laughs) Cut this off. Have a great week.